Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, moms. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. The other day I was talking to my friends Daryl and Dorinda about having children. Daryl and Dorinda have eight children, Mm -hmm. and I have seven children. We have very different stories as to how we got to where we are, but I am really pleased that they are back uh, podcasting with me again today. Welcome back, you guys. We're going to have some fun. Thanks for having us. Are you terrified? No. No. <laughs> Nothing can terrify Daryl. He has eight children. That's right. <laughs> We're fearless. We're fearless. Exactly right. Um, before I jump into this today, I want to just remind readers that this podcast has a sponsor, and that is how we're able to do it. We are sponsored for this series by our friends over at Five in a Row. You can find them at fiveinarow.com. If you are a homeschooling mom and you're looking for a different approach to homeschooling, one that is less workbooky and and gives you uh, more freedom to be able to invest more in relationship with your kids, this is a great place to start. So ch- I hope you'll check out fiveinarow.com and maybe pick up uh, Ferdinand while you're at the That's library. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, one of our favorites as well. So Daryl and Dorinda, I want to pick this up again. Talking about having children, and, you know, we've talked about how we came to that decision of uh, allowing the Lord, or you did. We've had this discussion. Jay and I have, where we um, we didn't come to the decision that way. And I'm not anti-birth control. I know you're not either. We're going to mm-hmm. get to that mm-hmm. uh, on the We're going to get to that on the next podcast. We'll talk about that the next time. But today I really want to focus on talking about what it looks like on the day-to-days of having so many children. I know that there are a lot of moms who are listening to this right now and they're just thinking, oh man, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think I can do that. Like, how do you guys even pull that off? (laughs) And it, and it really is. I mean, um, and I know that I know you're going to be honest with me, so I'm not going to say I want you to be honest because I know you will be. But I, <laughs> what I really want to talk about is uh, the hard stuff mm-hmm. of parenting because, you know, I'm always telling parents, look, if parenting doesn't drive you to your knees, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And sometimes it's difficult. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I mean, there have been many times that Jay and I have looked at each other and said, what are we <laughs> thinking? And Jay will say, it ain't no thinking thing. Like that's his <laughs> usual his standard answer. Um, but I want to know if you guys wouldn't mind just taking a few minutes and sharing what God has taught you through some of the hard things and maybe um, even share some of those hard things. Like, for example, when your family found out, oh, and they're having another baby, did did you know, did they roll out the red carpet for you? Did they shower you with confetti? What kind of responses <laughs> did you get the more, you know, the more children that you allowed uh, to enter into your family? Well, my folks had four children, so we were good to four. When we had number five, then it was my dad decided he needed to talk to me about this insane <laughs> thing we were doing, having all these children, and is is there going to be an end? How can you provide for all these children? So my, was that his his main his main concern was provision? His main provision it was provision, and it was simply being able to do it. Yeah. Me having the stamina, 
Dorinda having the stamina. Mm -hmm. And it's a legitimate question. (laughs) It is a legitimate question. (laughs) And he was coming at it from the perspective of his life and his wife, Mm -hmm. not from my life and my wife. Good. And Dorinda is not my mother, Mm -hmm. and she's very equipped to do this, and Mm -hmm. she has a heart for this, and Mm -hmm. she has different standards Mm -hmm. and so forth. So I knew that she was equipped for this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in a way that my father didn't. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to judge him harshly. My parents are are Christian people, Mm -hmm. and so what I told my dad was, Dad, you know the Scriptures. Mm -hmm. Search the Scriptures, Mm -hmm. and if you can find any reason in God's Word why we should not have any more children, I want to hear it. Mm. But if not, just pray for us. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. If it's a good yeah. answer. Just pray yeah. for us. And I never Wait, what, heard another thing. <laughs> I mean, really, I if, if, if more Christians said, you know what, I'm going to pray for you and just, right. you know, just right. quit. Zip quit. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zip it. Yeah. My friend mm-hmm. Karen has a new book out called Keep It Shut. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Love I was it. like, Karen, yeah, for, you guys, check it out. Karen, I don't know how she says her last name, Amen, E-H-M-A-N, but it's okay. called Keep It Shut. And you can find it at keepitshutbook.com. That's I was like, great. that book came out, and I was like, man, every woman on the planet <laughs> needs to read this book, right? Because we we want to, to tell people right. this is what we're doing, right. and so therefore— you should do it too. Oh, we want right? to feel good about right. what we're doing. Yeah. Or right. this is what we're not doing. <laughs> right. Right. And therefore you should not do it too. Right. Right. So what 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 was your as you as you went along in that relationship, how did that how did that end up panning out? Well, I never really heard anything from my father again about it. And he <laughs> he, he got it. He got yeah. it. And yeah. um, my mother would uh, every time we had another child, I could tell she was upset and worried. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. But she's a She's kind of a warrior, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was her reaction to it. But then every time the child arrived, she was there to hold them and yeah. love them, and she yeah. was there at the birth. So yeah. um, they, she was fearful for us, yeah. but she wasn't walking our walk. Yeah. Right. And she, her life was not infused with the grace that God infused our lives right. with to do mm-hmm. what he put before us to do. Yeah, his parents raised four great kids. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I married one of them. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, they did a great job, and they had the grace for that, for their life. And for us, um, we just felt like God had something different. Mm-hmm. And um, and they love all of our kids. Oh, and, yeah. You know, What's so. not to love? I know your kids. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and, and my parents were just... Hey, whatever you guys want to do. (laughs) But there was something, you know, now that I'm a a mother of married kids, Mm -hmm. I can relate a little bit more to Mm -hmm. where his mom was coming from Mm -hmm. a little further down the road, how much work it is when they're teenagers. And, you know, you don't know all of that when you're having them. You know, people tell Mm -hmm. you, but you really can't. You really can't. Boy, I'm going to stop you right there because that's that. a really great. That's a great thing to talk about. You know, right. I said this at the retreat this last weekend. Somebody told me a long time ago. You know, little kids wreck your house and big kids wreck mm-hmm. your mind, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and there's something to be said when we're young and having babies. We have no idea. I mean, right. there's so many things I look back on my life and I just think I should have just kept my mouth shut. I didn't <laughs> know what I was talking about. You know, I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. You know, and and sort of. Uh, you know, pass judgment on people or, um, you know, I had my own idea right. because God had laid something on my heart. And I thought, boy, I have got this great idea. Right. You know, God gave me this good idea for my family. Now God's good idea for my family. I think it should be God's good idea for Dorinda's family. <laughs> and what a big mistake. 
you know, mm-hmm. in hindsight, looking back on mm-hmm. that is. I think that there's no way, and I, I'd love to know what you guys think about this, but I I personally think that there's no way that we can possibly know what's coming up. Right. Or even, frankly, how hard it might be, mm-hmm. you know, trying to juggle the emotional demands of teenagers mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. you're trying to, demand, you know, juggle the physical demands of right. toddlers. What was your experience in learning how, you know, how did God carry you through those hard places? Because they really are hard places. They are. To be. And it's like, it's kind of like being in a foreign land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, because it's something you just, you don't have any way to know what's, you know, what's going to come down the pipe yeah. next. And, yeah. you know, I people did say, you know, wait till they're teenagers. And I thought, oh, they're so negative. Yeah. You know, I'm looking <laughs> at my little kids and thinking, oh, how can you even say that? And, and we have great kids and mm-hmm. we have great teenagers. Mm-hmm. But there still are challenges that mm-hmm. come with it, huge challenges of, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, tension of letting go and, you know, and letting them learn to make their own decisions and not being too pushy and not saying too much Mm -hmm. and, you know, all that Mm -hmm. stuff, you know. And Mm -hmm. so it's all things that you can't really, you can't really tell someone until they experience it, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Which, again, takes you back to uh, the wise thing that your dad did, which was just to pray for you. Exactly. You know, looking at another family and God's calling that family and Mm -hmm. saying, I'm going to pray for you. Right. Right. You know, and and then actually... I'm not, I'm not going right. to worry for you. I'm going to pray yeah, for you. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think the key for for us is, uh, Dorenda often says, and I'm not sure who she heard this from, but basically, if we're not on the same page, if we're not a united front, mm. they're going to eat us alive. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Teresa said that. <laughs> and they will it's eat so you true. alive. It's true. So we so they we try smell to fear. they do exactly. So we yeah. try to have a weekly date night yes. in which we go through it's each a, child's name saying what are our issues? They're doing? What are our issues? It's a state of the union. What's coming down <laughs> the pike? What should we be? Because there's things that she sees coming that I am oblivious to yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. So it takes us both and to look us. into their lives and say, mm-hmm. okay, well, these things are coming. These mm-hmm. things need addressed. We're on the same page how to approach mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Then we go as a united front and, and the teenagers, it's not—it's not a conscious thing. Right. It's just a natural thing yeah. because they're testing the waters yeah, and they're coming course. into their own and all of that. And mm-hmm. with that come a lot of um, more confrontation and things yes. like that. And in yeah. knowing how to do that in a way that you keep a relationship with mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. but still keep your mm-hmm. boundaries intact. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely a, a prayerful. I love what you're about. saying about taking that time. And having that date night, you yes. know, I, I've met so many moms who will literally sacrifice their marriages on the altar of motherhood. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, they sacrifice no. their marriage on the altar of motherhood. And I don't know about you guys, and I would love to uh, hear kind of what your opinions about this are. But I know for, for Jay and I, um, it's a huge big deal to Jay that I have enough energy for him at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like if, he, you know, if he if every day he came home from work and I was just so tired because, and really, let's be honest, motherhood is exhausting, yes, right? I mean, exactly. I've, been, I've been exhausted now for 25 years. I'm just <laughs> learning how to like, you know, you know, function in my, you know, constant state of, of exhaustion. And the Lord gives you the grace for mm-hmm. that moment. But what happens when you place the priority on the children and the marriage becomes secondary, the right. secondary relationship right. in the home. How have you guys managed to keep... How many years have you been married? 25. 25, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Woo, woo. Yay! Uh, how have you managed to keep 
um, in the midst of having all these children to keep, you know, the romance alive in your marriage, to keep the relationship fresh and, you know, and not get stagnant or plateau or just go, now we're just, you know, roommates or we're just partners mm -hmm. and we're raising kids mm -hmm. together. What would you, what would, what would you say to the mom who's listening to the going, I don't know how I can, how I can uh, keep my marriage fresh while we're having children? Well, I think one of the things is just, we, we've said one of the best things I can do for my children is to love their mother. Mm. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. them seeing us loving each other, mm -hmm. um, it, sets a, it sets a pattern. Mm -hmm. It uh, brings security. Mm -hmm. it, uh, it's so important. And, and our marriage is foundational to our parenting being effective. Absolutely. So we're, and we're both very much aware of that mm -hmm. and, and on the same page in that, that we preserve that marriage. Um, and we've even come to the point of explaining to the children when sometimes they're thinking, well, why are you getting your time and you're not spending right. time with us <laughs> in that we're preserving our marriage, the foundation yeah. of our family. Yeah. And someday you're all going to leave mm -hmm. and we're going to be together. Mm -hmm. And and we want a strong, loving relationship mm -hmm. with you here and with you gone. Yeah, we, we don't want to for them to move out and for us to look at each other and say, who are you? And yeah. do I even like you anymore? You know, and I see that happen a yeah. lot where couples will stay together until the kids leave home and then they're, yeah. they're done. Which and honestly is just as devastating to the children. It really is. Mm -hmm. When you're, when you're an adult right. and your parents get divorced, you know, having mm -hmm. been there myself, mm -hmm. it's just as devastating. Right. Cause you're not done parenting at that no. point. You're just beginning a That's whole new chapter right. in parenting. That's absolutely right. And they need to see you together. They're watching you. Absolutely. And, watching. and it's so fun yeah. to gross out the teen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, sometimes we just we like want the kids to just go away for a while, and so we'll just start making yeah, out, that's right. and man, they take off they like do. a P thirty eight. We are alone. That's right, preach. That's right. But you're keeping that spark alive. Absolutely. You're letting, like, you're letting right. your kids yeah. know. You know, Jay's always telling the kids. You know what he said? If if I'm in a rowboat with you and your mother, and the rowboat turns over, I'm going after your mother. <laughs> And then once I get your mother and she's okay, and I come after you. You know, I mean, they know that that relationship right. is important. And we are really, I mean, our kids know, and I, right. as yours do too, that mm -hmm. we love them to the moon and back. But Absolutely. they also know that the primary relationship in the home is the marriage. Mm -hmm. Can I give you an example yeah. that just happened recently? Absolutely. Our married daughter has um, Sam and Jenna. They have a just beautiful little girl named Abby. And... Um, she, I talked to her the day after Valentine's Day, and I said, so what did you guys do for Valentine's Day? She goes, well, we just, we stayed home, and yeah. oh, that's great. She goes, we thought about asking you guys to babysit, but then we remembered that you're still in love and you probably have plans. <laughs> 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 but we assured her, we can go out anytime now, Aww. so you bring her to us on Valentine's Day, Aww. and we'll go out some other time. Next that's year, sweet. we'll yeah. watch her, so... Yeah. But it was yeah. funny to hear her say that. I, it was it was good. Well, she's so. taken she's taken to heart what you've been modeling for them right. these twenty five years, and really that's what we're doing, right? I mean, we're trying Absolutely. to train up these kids. So they're you know I always tell them kids your your kids are not uh, parents your kids are not boomerangs they're not supposed to come back <laughs> no right, right. Daryl's like no he didn't even hesitate no <laughs> bye bye thank you for playing we have a lovely parting gift for you <laughs> and hopefully it's the ability to run their own home. Exactly. And the ability to exactly. live independently of you and mm -hmm. walk with the Lord and have their mm -hmm. own marriages that are successful and hear from the Lord mm -hmm. for themselves with regard to how many children 
God wants them to have, we you're teaching them. them. Then we Absolutely. launch them. Yeah, right. And we love yes. watching our girls yeah. and their um, husbands and just the the health of their marriages. It's yeah. really great to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's so wonderful. Well, I have just enjoyed this. We're going to do one more. If you guys, will you stick around with me for one more, one more time? All right. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to do one more broadcast and we're going to be talking about how we can determine for ourselves what the will of God is. How do we learn to hear for ourselves um, what our family should look like? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to leave anybody with the impression, you know, Doreen and I and Daryl, we've talked about this, just that, you know, we just happen to be sitting here right. both having big families. But right. we're not saying that, the you know, big family is the end all. Like, that right. is not the goal. We're not no. trying to, you know, repopulate the earth by ourselves. <laughs> uh, and so I want to really p- kind of pick up the next, uh, the next episode of this series with you and talk about how we came to that decision and what what encouragement we can give parents who are listening to this and trying to decide for themselves right. what is it that God wants me to do so let's do that let's pick this up again uh, next time and talk about how we can determine for ourselves what it is God wants us to do in the lives of our own families join me next time for more encouragement visit me online at the busy mom